It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now, Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. What's going on, everybody? I had a limp mic, but uh, it's working now. What's up, everybody? It is Thursday. It is Pushing the Limits PTL time. Glad you could join us on what is a very busy Thursday. We are broadcasting everywhere, by the way. Not just KSHP on the AM dial 1400, but also streaming everywhere. Video, audio on my Twitter page, Pushing Limits LV, on our PTL YouTube page on the Pushing the Limits fan page on Facebook, so check us out on there, please. And we got a lot to talk to you about today. So yesterday we we were talking a little bit about the the Bill Cosby verdict, and if you haven't been following that, the jury found that he did sexually assault a 16-year-old in 1975, $500,000 settlement. The attorney that uh, took that case and many of the other cases involving Bill Cosby uh, is Gloria Allred. And she's going to be joining us here in just a few minutes talking about that case. And coming up a little bit later in the program. You know, this is so interesting to me because we all have either dated somebody or maybe we are with somebody that snores, right? And it's like, it's brutal. Like, you can't get sleep. It's terrible. Well, we got a doctor coming in here in hour number two who can cure that. Her name is Dr. K, and she's going to be coming in a little bit later on in the program. How to cure someone who snores. I think I need that cure myself. I do that from time to time. But I also want to get into the DOJ now getting involved when it comes to January 6th. And this is really important, and we'll probably talk a little bit more about it later on. But this is big news, and it strikes right here in Nevada because Mike McDonald, as I like to call him, Mike Ronald McDonald, because he's a clown. Well, guess what? The DOJ has seized his cell phone because they believe there could be pertinent information on his phone that he was part of these fake electorates. Now, a few Republicans, or I like to call a few idiots that I spoke with today, made the claim, oh, it's happening to all. Oh, it's happening throughout the country. No, it's not. Reports from Newsweek and many other organizations, including the New York Times, say about 12 people. That's not every single Republican chair across the country. About 12 people. And Mike McDonald is one of them. So if you Republicans out there that have associated yourself with somebody like Mike McDonald, that's not something that the DOJ just does just because. They also subpoenaed Georgia Republican Party chairman as they're expanding this fake elector probe. And let me be very clear on this. Imagine, just think for a moment and imagine this. Imagine that if it was you or I that wanted to forge electorates to try to overturn the outcome of an election when millions and millions and millions of people voted in a free and fair democracy. 
would we go to jail? I would say the answer would probably be yes. So what do you have to say for yourself? If you're a part of the Republican Party, particularly that here in Las Vegas and Clark County in the state of Nevada, and your Republican chair, cell phone has been seized for possible fake electorates and being a part of this scam, because that's exactly what it is. It's a scam. These are scam artists. No better, no worse. These are scam artists who are trying to you know, overthrow our democracy. It's exactly what this is. So when I look at this story and I look at what's transpiring across the country, you're not going to convince a lot of these staunch Trump supporters that the January 6th committee is fair. You're not going to get any information and you're not going to get the truth from these people that refuse to get truth and get answers. You're just, you're just not going to convince these people. You're not going to convince these people that are these Trump, uh, Trump supporters, these staunch Trump supporters. You're just not going to. But this is very serious. It's kind of like the CEO of your company you know, with bank and wire fraud. To me, it's very similar to that. Make no mistake about it. The DOJ didn't just say, hey, I think we're just going to pick Mike McDonald ran- randomly. No, they didn't do that. They took his cell phone because they believe there's information on that cell phone that could prove that Mike McDonald was a part of this scam and these fake electorates. Ron Johnson, we, we, we played you some of the audio yesterday. He's guilty as can be. He got caught. And I believe many others across the country are going to be caught as well. And yes, I do believe Mike McDonald is one of them. But there are a lot of people out there, they don't think this is a story. Those people have an R next to their name. Not a big deal. Many people believe it's not a big deal. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know who's going to be the next president. I could certainly venture a guess and say Ron DeSantis is probably the favorite, even though I can't stand him. Ron DeSantis is probably the favorite to be the president in 2024. I think that's probably an obvious opinion, right? I don't think I'm breaking any headlines or breaking any news by by saying that. I think it's a pretty fair opinion. I wouldn't have said this three months ago, but I'm going to say it right now. Donald Trump has no chance of winning in 2024, and I've never said that before. To me, this select committee was the the final straw because I think there's a lot of – not I think I know. There's a lot of Republicans that want to just move on now and don't want Trump to be the leader of the party. Now, the Adam Laxalts of the world, for example, the Jim Marchants of the world, you know, they, they, they certainly won't admit that. But we're going to uh, talk about this a little bit later on in the program. But as I mentioned yesterday, you know, Bill Cosby trial, the verdict was in. We talked about it yesterday. It's the way that Bill Cosby and his team are reacting to this verdict when it comes to a sexual assault of a 16-year-old girl back in 1975 that is mesmerizing. But I guess psychopaths act like psychopaths. Well, the woman we have with us on the line right now, she has dedicated her life to, to helping the cause of women that are victims of sexual assault and abuse. And I certainly have a lot of respect for her, and she presided in this case. Uh, Gloria Allred is joining us right now on the line. Gloria, I do appreciate you coming on with us. How are you? 
Oh, thank you very much. How are you? Doing good, Gloria. I know you've been very busy. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. I guess this is my first question to you when I hear this story about this verdict and what the jury decided. Are you amazed, as I am, at Bill Cosby's team saying that this was a victory? Bill Cosby using the term booyah uh, when, when, when it's so bizarre because this is a verdict that confirms that Bill Cosby sexually assaulted a minor. Have you ever seen anything like this before, a response, a reaction like this? No, I have not, and uh, I'd like never to see it again because it's bizarre that Bill Cosby's spokesperson, and who represents Bill Cosby, would claim victory for a jury verdict that, as you said, found that he sexually abused a child, Mm -hmm. uh, that he sexually battered a child, and awarded $500,000 in compensatory damages to my client, Judy Huck, for her pain and suffering. So that is taking, uh, you know, trying to make, you know, make a victory and and out of the jaws of significant defeat in which Mr. Cosby finds himself once again. Uh, I don't buy it. Uh, I, you know, it's going to be part of his legacy, Brian. Mm -hmm. It's going to be part of his obituary, likely, that a jury found that he sexually battered a 16-year-old. And, uh, you know, he can't, you know, he just can't make lemonade out of this lemon. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Why is it you think that the jury did not award the $10 million settlement that could have been made? Why do you think they made the decision on the half a million? Well, you know what? We didn't ask for any amount in punitive damages. We didn't get to that stage. And this was never about money anyway it was about accountability Mm -hmm. it was about a finding that what our client said was true and what happened to her is you know she was just a 16 year old high school kid playing frisbee in the park in a lacy park with her 17 year old girlfriend right and they happened in 75 they saw a movie being shot at lacy park and they used to go to lacy park frequently Mm -hmm. And so, like any teenagers would, they went to take a look at, okay, which film is being uh, made there and who are, who are the actors in it? Mm-hmm. And Bill Cosby saw them there, and he came up to them. He was very, very nice to them, and he chatted with them, and uh, he learned they were, you know, high school girls. And in any event, uh, he invited them to, he said, oh, you know, what are you doing next weekend, according to the testimony, or mm. next Saturday? Nothing, of course, is what the teenagers said. Right. And he said, would you like to come to the Hollywood Tennis Club and watch me play? Which they did. Right. They were excited. Mm-hmm. He watched, They watched him play. And then uh, the next thing he said, uh, would you like to have lunch? Of course, they said yes. Next thing uh, he says, well, go to my home or wherever it was he was staying. And they went there. And then he said he had to pick up some clothes, which he did for the evening, uh, a benefit he was going to. And then he said, I have a surprise for you. Get in your car and follow my car. Mm. And so they did. And then the next thing they see him talking into an intercom and uh, he they hear him say, follow, you know, just follow me. You know, let them in. They're with me, is what I think the testimony was. Right. 
they go in, they still don't know where they are. And it turns out it's the Playboy Mansion in the game room. Oh, my God. And that's where he ends up assaulting my client, Judy oh, Huff. But that is people horrible. People asked me, mm. well, why did they go to the Playboy Mansion? Right. They didn't know they were going to the Playboy Mansion. Right. That makes sense to me. I had people ask me the same questions yesterday when I told people you were coming on. It's just it's just despicable. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with attorney Gloria Allred. So you've represented, sadly, uh, Gloria, you've represented a lot of these clients that have been sexually assaulted, raped. By Bill Cosby, drugged. We've had Lisa Latte Lublin and her wonderful husband in studio here a, a, a bunch of times. You've seen the pain that these women have gone through over the years. So if you were in a room with Bill Cosby right now, I know Cosby wasn't uh, in the courtroom. If you were in a room with Bill Cosby right now behind closed doors, I'm curious, what would you say to him? By the way, in a way, he was at the trial because we took his deposition prior to his being criminally prosecuted in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And we showed parts of that deposition on video him on video in the courtroom to the jury and to the public Mm -hmm. and that's where he said oh if he had known someone was under 18 he wouldn't have taken you know he wouldn't have gone out with them but in any event yeah so uh what what was your question what if i'm just curious you you've seen the pain and the suffering that he has put all these women through it's just horrible i'm wondering if you were in a room with bill cosby right now not even in a what what would you say to him yeah i would say that uh you know it's time for him to fess up essentially and acknowledge what the jury acknowledged in our case Mm -hmm. that he did in fact sexually you know, assault our client, Judy Huff. By the way, he said in the deposition that he didn't, you know, he didn't remember ever meeting Judy Huff. (laughs) Okay. Meanwhile, we blew up and showed in the courtroom two big photos of him with her at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, by the way, she's not the only teenager that he is alleged to have attacked. Oh, I believe it. We had, you know, we had another witness mm-hmm. who testified in the case. Yeah. Her name was Kim Burr. And she alleged that when she was 14 years old, that uh, that she met Bill Cosby and that he invited her. And we showed a picture of her when she was 14. Cute little blonde hair girl, looked like she was 12. Uh, and he invited her and her family to be extras on a movie set. Yeah. Same movie that he was filming when he met Judy Huff, same year. It was called Let's Do It Again. Right. And he said, you, you and your family want to be extras? And they said, yes, that would be great. They went to the movie set, and she testified that after they were there, he said to her, oh, would you, would you come into my trailer with me and help me to fix my bow tie? Huh. And she testified that she said yes, and he, she got, she went in there, and he slammed the door, and she testified that he grabbed her, kissed her, oh. and stuck his tongue down her throat. In a way, fourteen years old. In a way, it sounds a little bit like the behavior of some others in Hollywood. You know, I think of Harvey Weinstein, right? And all the people, for the most part, all the people around Weinstein have disassociated themselves with them. Same thing with Kevin Spacey. Why is it, Gloria, that Bill Cosby's own wife? And his inner circle constantly seem to be defending him. Do you really think that Cosby's family thinks that he's completely innocent and he never sexually assaulted a woman his entire life? I don't know what his wife thinks, but I know that uh, Camille has been his business manager as well 
for more than 50 years, I think, as, as, as you know, in addition to being his wife. And so, you know, I don't want to criticize her. Life is complicated, especially for married women. But, you know, she obviously has an economic interest in him and his future, not to say that she doesn't love him. I don't know what she believes. But uh, having said that, you know, Harvey Weinstein's a little different because bad as it is, and it is bad with Harvey Weinstein, and as you know, I represented the key victim right. in the Harvey Weinstein criminal case. I also represent two of the alleged victims in the Los Angeles criminal case mm-hmm. that is still pending and awaiting a trial. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh, there, there's no allegation that he attacked a minor, right. Harvey Weinstein. That's true. I yeah. mean, here, this is, you know, to me, what, you know, attack, uh, child sexual abuse is very serious as far as I'm concerned. I'm mm-hmm. sure it is for you. Absolutely. As well, Brian, and for many in your audience. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's not a laughing matter. It's not a laughing matter when an adult attacks another adult. And it certainly is not when an adult uh, sexually batters or assaults a child. So, It's very different, and it's time for Bill Cosby to take it seriously. You know, he says, oh, you know, his spokesperson says all kinds of things that make no sense. Uh, You know, like, uh, oh, we'll never collect. Well, I, I, you know, we're very persistent. Mm -hmm. We are very persistent, and we know how to go after people. So, look, this is important. And not only is it important for that reason, because we'd like to collect for our clients, more important even than that, both to Judy and us, is the fact that his attorney has said many times that Bill Cosby is challenging the whole new law in California, which allows an extended period of time, statute of limitations, for adults to file civil lawsuits because they were sexually abused as a child. Mm-hmm. In other words, to sue sexual predators. He wants that declared unconstitutional. <laughs> that would affect not only Judy, but all of what could be hundreds of thousands of child victims sure. in this state. That's You're, how bad it is. You'd be protecting rapists rapists and sexual assaulters. That's really what that is. If you're just joining us, Attorney Gloria Allred on the line. I want to ask you this, Gloria. You've been doing this for a very, very long time. Uh, do you think it's getting any better for victims of sexual assault? Do you think it's getting any better for people to come forward and be able to it? Because this happened back in 1975. And I am never one of those people that would say, oh, why didn't she come forward earlier? Why now? I'm not one of those people. There's a lot of people like that out there. There are a lot of reasons, as you know, why victims of sexual assault, victims in any circumstance, are afraid to come forward. They all have their reasons. Do you think it's easier now, or any easier than maybe it was 10, 20, 30 years ago, for women, victims of sexual assault to be able to feel comfortable to come forward for some yes for many no and particularly where it's child sexual abuse i mean i've been practicing law since 1975 so i see the whole arc uh, of what happens here and yes there are more people speaking out you're right about that in 2022 than ever before and I certainly have more people calling me, wanting me to represent them to get confidential settlements without a lawsuit against, uh, you know, the uh, those who sexually assaulted them when they were children. And we can do that. And those and some who want me to just file lawsuits and in an appropriate case, depending on where it is, when it was and what the evidence is, we can do that. So more people, I think, are aware that they do have rights. They don't have to just depend on the criminal justice system, which often fails them 
and they have no control over it because the prosecutor can decide to file a case, criminal case or not. But even if not, they could still file a civil lawsuit like Judy did. Right. No criminal case for her because it was too late to file a criminal case. Uh, but, you know, she could still prevail on a civil case. So yeah. good news and bad news. Bad news is child sexual abuse is mm-hmm. still severe. It's rampant. It's still happening as mm-hmm. we speak. Yep. The good news is more you know, adults know that they have rights because they were child uh, victims of sexual abuse yep. and that they can make the perpetrator accountable yeah. in the court of law. Gloria, I just want to ask you a couple more quick questions, maybe on a broader scale. What does it say sure. about this country, Gloria, that our former president, Donald Trump, had 25 plus women that accused him of sexual assault or rape, including his ex-wife, by the way, in court documents. And yet he was still voted in as president of the United States and people still would support him. I guess it's sort of a political question, too. But I mean, what does that say about where we're at in this country right now? It is a political question. Uh, and he did not win the most popular votes. Mm-hmm. Hillary won three more, three million more than he did. Uh, he managed to win the electoral votes. Right. And look, I think his day is coming in terms of having to be accountable. Uh, he has numerous lawsuits filed against him on all, for many, many, many things. Uh, you know, we have the January 6th committee in Congress looking into his role in the insurrection, uh, the attack on our very democracy on January 6th and, you know, on our Capitol in Washington. Uh, This, you know, I'm looking forward to his having to pay the consequences for his actions because he pushed us to the brink that we might not even have had a democracy uh, had he gotten another four years. So, uh, you know, I'm patient. He will he will pay the price, whether it'll be criminal, whether it'll be civil, whether it'll be a combination of both. Yeah, uh, I don't know. But I can know I ask you about that with your with your legal yes. expertise, Gloria? Do you think that Garland will do the right thing? And do you believe that there will be criminal charges against Donald Trump? Well, I, I don't know, because I don't know all of the evidence that, you know, United States uh excuse me, the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, has uncovered. My sense is the investigation is ongoing. Mm -hmm. Whether he thinks as he gets all of the evidence that he thinks he needs, uh, whether he, and some of it will be from the January 6th committee, but I'm sure he's got his own as well. Uh, Whether he thinks that he can prevail in a court of law and get a unanimous jury to find beyond a reasonable doubt that former President Trump committed the crimes that he may be charged with, that's a whole other question. Mm -hmm. Maybe it involves politics as well. I don't know. It should be just a legal decision. But Merrick Garland, a former federal judge, is certainly aware of what it takes to prevail in a case. My guess is he won't bring a case unless he thinks he has good chance of prevailing. I have to ask you, with your legal expertise, what do you make of the situation in Uvalde, Texas? I would imagine you must have an opinion on it. I mean, what a a horrendous situation. I want to get your thoughts on that. You're one of the most well-known attorneys in this country, really, in the world. What are your thoughts on the way the police acted, the cover-up? It certainly appears to be a cover-up. I spoke to the former DA of Uvalde, who was on the show last week, who believes it's a cover-up. Gloria, what do you make of this whole situation? Uh, definitely heartbreaking. 
Look, I was a te- before I became an attorney, I was a teacher in public schools for six and a half years. In addition, I was a credentialed high school principal. I love kids. And uh, this is just the worst. I-, I thought it was very suspicious, Brian, when I think it was the first day or maybe it was the second day. It was very early on when a spokesperson, I think, for the state police came out and started giving all kinds of facts and evidence and you know, they're all suggesting that law enforcement had done a great job. And I thought to myself, this is very strange because ordinarily in a high profile shooting like that, they're not going to give facts. They're not going to give evidence till they've completed an investigation. So what's this all about? Yeah. And why are they doing it? Uh, and where is the prosecutor? Because even though the suspect, of course, was killed, but still, wouldn't they want to know everything before they tell you know, the public, yeah. these heartbroken parents and, and other family members, uh, what's really going on? There's something strange going on here. And sure enough, uh, it was because it appears that there was some kind of cover up. Uh, why? I don't know. We have to get to the end. Who who did it? Why? How, were there others who did it? Um, was the governor just trying to make himself look good? Did he know or did he not know what was really going on? We don't know what evidence, you know, we had of it. So, you know, there's more to be learned yet, but it's very, very disturbing. If, in fact, for example, that door was not locked and they didn't go in. And why didn't that commander have his radio? I mean, who goes to a scene like that without a radio, even though, you know, perhaps he had other reasons, like he thought he could pull out his gun if he had his radio. I don't know. But, uh, you know, to keep getting these different versions of events and thank God for the press who are getting to the heart of it. And the idea that the state legislators have this behind closed doors hearing and those who have the most stake in wanting to know what happened, these parents and grandparents of the, the, the children who were just brutally murdered. Yeah. You know, they should be the first ones who have a right to know of course. what happened. So, of course. Yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be. Uh, my guess is there are going to be lawsuits. I think oh, yeah. they're more so than now. Uh, I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. Gloria, last question for you and, and really appreciate your time. Can you talk to me a little bit these days, the relationship between paparazzis and celebrities out there in L.A.? You've represented some of the photographers uh, that are members of the media, paparazzi that have been assaulted by celebrities, including mm-hmm. a Kanye West case. Uh, can you just explain to me, uh, have, has there been... It seems like we haven't heard as many of these stories lately as maybe we've had years ago uh, because celebrities, it appears to me, they're being held accountable, like the Kanye West of, of the world, some of those lawsuits, civil suits that you've won. Can you speak to that? And what is the relationship like these days between the paparazzi and celebrities, particularly in Los Angeles? Uh, and by the way, I also represented um, Henry Trappler, who was uh, you know, a member of paparazzi, against Tommy Lee, Pamela Lee's husband many years ago, uh, and he was criminally prosecuted, but not with a strong enough sentence uh, or crime. And uh, and then we also filed a lawsuit against him, fought him for a while, and ultimately settled it for our client, who was very satisfied with the settlement. But I would say it depends on the celebrity. Look, you know, they have a job to do these. They're photographers. Paparazzi is actually a, a highly, a frequently used word, but it's really negative. Uh, so I prefer photographers. Look, they're earning a living just like the celebrities are earning a living. Okay. Generally, 
you know, they're, they're being, you know, respectful in, in many ways. They don't, you know, they get a bad rap is what I'm saying. Sometimes they push the, over the boundaries and that's not right. But a lot of times they don't. They just want a good picture. That's what they get paid for. Uh, so I would say there's some, you know, disrespectful behavior sometimes by some of the celebrities, you know, for these. Photographers. Sure. Absolutely. I, I, I think celebrities should feel really blessed. They are so privileged to earn so much more than most people will ever earn and have to do less work and certainly less strenuous and stressful work than most people will ever have to do. And most people earn very little uh, for the work they do. They should feel blessed and they should feel privileged and they should be polite. Well, Gloria, can I, you know, just from what you're talking about, you know, the Tom Hanks video, I'm sure you probably saw that his wife was tripped. It was accidental. Tom Hanks got angry. I understand he wants to defend his wife. But here's my response to that. And you tell me if you if you agree or not. The guy has to stand there for 30 seconds, sign five autographs, take one or two pictures. Now, I understand they're followed their entire life. They're bugged their entire life. I get that. But if you're going to continue to walk and you've got about 10 people following you, accidents happen. Why can't you just stand there for 10 seconds, take a couple pictures, sign five or 10 autographs? I, to the life of me, I don't understand that. You're in public. You, don't, you haven't hired security guards. And, and then he starts screaming at the paparazzi. It was an accidental trip. Nobody got hurt. I, I don't really understand that. Well, I mean, honestly, at the time that happened, I was so deeply into preparing our case for Judy against right, Bill of Cosby. <laughs> right. That I actually, I heard about it, but I did not even bother to see it because yeah. I just was, you know, when you try a case, it isn't just being in the courtroom. Sure. It's not like a criminal case. You have so much preparation to do, and we had to do it. So uh, I missed that. But all I can say is my observation of Tom Hanks over the years is generally been a very polite person, low-key, um, and... I guess at some point he lost it that day. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, I, I'm not here to criticize him. I sure. didn't see what's, what happened. But all I can say is, you know, the Rudyard Kipling uh, poem about when you, uh, you know, uh, when everyone is losing their head and blaming it on you. You know, if you could keep, you know, <laughs> if you could keep calm while everyone else is losing sure. their head and blaming it on you. Yeah. Then you are a man, my son, I would say yeah. also, or then you're a woman, my my yeah. daughter. No, uh, yeah. That's the way. Uh, yeah. I mean, I usually try to stay calm in a crisis because I find that I can think better and deal with the crisis if there is a crisis. But I can't say that I'd be perfect in every situation. Sure. And, you know, we all have our limits and sometimes things just trigger us so we just have to do our best no question well gloria you're one of the best in the business i appreciate what you do in holding people accountable i think that's very very important you hold people accountable for their behavior yes the financials you're making a living and your clients i am but but with that being said you're holding people to the fire you're holding them Mm -hmm. accountable sexual assault that type of misbehavior cannot be tolerated anywhere in society and i'm glad that there are attorneys out there like you that hold people to account gloria allred you're always great with your time with us i appreciate you Please keep Thank up the great work. Thank you so much. And thanks for having Lisa Lot Lubin and her husband, Ben, of on. Course. We love them. They're great. Yes. And thanks for helping them to have a voice. Absolutely. Okay. I always will. Thank have you, Gloria. Have a good one. Thank uh, you. Bye-bye. Pr- appreciate that. Gloria Allred, always generous with her time on this show. Uh, again, she's one of the most recognizable attorneys on the planet, and she's 
represented clients in some of the biggest cases, court cases in this country. I mean, everything from Michael Jackson to Harvey Weinstein to Bill Cosby. I mean, she's she she it's incredible. Because she's one of the best in the business. And I remember when Kanye West attacked a photographer, because he's a moron, attacked a photographer uh, in front of LAX. She took that case as well. She holds people accountable. She has taken cases of some of the biggest, most powerful people in LA and in the country, really. And uh, she's successful at what she does. And I think she's not only very good at what she does, but I also believe she cares. It's not just about the money and her making a living. She actually cares about her clients. And trust me, I would not say that about a lot of attorneys in this country, even in this city. So I appreciate Gloria Allred taking the time to join us. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, what is this Michael McDonald story? Not the singer, by the way. Not talking about McDonald the singer. I know what you're thinking. Oh, I love that, dude. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. Uh... That the chair for the Republican Party here is in a little bit of trouble. The DOJ is involved. We'll tell you exactly what's going on next. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Mosville. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you. His relationships with the prosecutors and judges and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. A great time! Your entertainment destination, the South Point, invites you to experience the ultimate great time under one roof. Bowling, dancing, a live show, a movie, delicious dining, and one of South Point's 11 restaurants. So much to see, so much to do. You won't know where to start first. This week, make it a South Point week and discover for yourself why the South Point is your entertainment destination for a great time. Do you want to be part of one of the fastest growing shows in the Valley? Well, now is your chance. Pushing the Limits covers it all. The only show in town talking news, politics, sports, entertainment, you name it. You can now give your business the push it needs to take it to the next level. We have all sorts of advertising packages that can fit your budget. Give us a call at 725-256-9809 or send us an email at ptlvegasales at gmail.com and be part of the fastest growing show in Las Vegas.
Best of Las Vegas winners each of the last two years. Glazed Donuts is a family business. Taste the passion and quality in each delectable handmade donut. Experience amazing fresh donuts at Glazed Donuts, located at 6545 South Fort Apache Road on the southwest corner of Sunset. Glaze is open every day from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you're interested in large orders, please call them at 702-246-2888. Follow Glaze on Facebook and Instagram, where they're showing off all their delicious treats. And check them out at glazedonutslv.com. Hey everybody, it's Brian Shapiro from Pushing the Limits. I want to tell you guys about Sahara West Urgent Care and Wellness. They're conveniently located on the southwest corner of Sahara and Jones. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. At Sahara West Urgent Care, they'll take care of all your health care needs. They offer routine services such as physicals, STD testing, car accident treatment, and work injuries. You name it, they do it. They have on-site x-ray, EKG, ultrasound, and labs. They treat chronic conditions such as asthma, blood pressure, diabetes, and more. They also offer general wellness exams and treatments such as testosterone enhancement and cancer screening. They're located on Sahara, 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Their number is 702-248-0554. And the best part, they accept most major insurances and affordable cash pay prices, office visits starting at just $95. And I'm also a client. So please give them a call, 702-248-0554. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. All right, welcome back. Pushing the limits on a Thursday. My thanks to attorney Gloria Allred for joining us. Speaking of joining you, you know, I'm at uh, one of my favorite bars in town, Jackson's Bar and Grill, located at Flamingo and Jones. Check them out, man. You walk in there, you mention my name and the name of the show, sign up for a player's card. Immediately you get $10 free slot play. Their promotion this month, Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday, you get 500 points. You get $50 in slot play. Great food, great atmosphere, great employees. I'm there every week. I love going there. Jackson's Bar and Grill. I promise you, you'll have a good time located at Flamingo and Jones. Check them out. So, this is a serious story that I'm going to bring up with you guys today. And and this is not because I enjoy attacking Republicans. And a lot of people say, well, Brian, you're a liberal. You're a lefty. You never talk about Democrats. Oh, no, I criticize Democrats when there's a time and place to do so. And I have my criticisms for Joe Biden. I am not a Kamala Harris fan. I don't want to vote for either of them in this next election. But I just don't know what other Democrats out there that could beat Ron DeSantis. But... This story that is coming out, I've been telling you that the, the Republican chair, Mike McDonald, is a, is a fool. He's a clown. He's no better than a Jim Marchant spreading lies about COVID, spreading lies about election fraud and election integrity because he's a liar and he's a scumbag. He'll never do this show because he's also a coward. And there's a lot of people that have come on this show that do not agree with me on a number of issues. But you know what? They man up and they come in here. And at least I respect them for that. I roughed up Joey Gilbert. 
I roughed him up in that first interview, man. John Ralston retweeted it, made him look bad. But you know what? He was a man, and he came on this show again. And I do have respect for him for that. Some of these people, they won't even set foot in here. The, the Michelle Fioris of the world, the Jim Marchants, that fool, Adam Laxalt. These are cowards, and they're right-wing nutjobs is what they are, and they're dangerous. They're dangerous for this state, this city, and this country. And another person that I think is dangerous is Mike McDonald, the chair. Well, guess what just happened, folks? The FBI served a search warrant on Nevada's top GOP official, who was among those that were subpoenaed by the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Nevada GOP Chair Michael Ronald McDonald, as I call him, was among more than a dozen officials who were subpoenaed by the committee in connection with fake electors, a scheme that sought to have representatives in battleground states say that the former President Trump had won. That's what the FBI is doing, folks. This is a picture of Mike Ronald McDonald right here. I don't know if this is true or not, but I think you can walk into a McDonald's and sit on his lap. I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not. I, that's what I've heard, allegedly. I don't know if that's true or not. Folks, this is serious. Do we understand what the DOJ is now investigating? And by the way, this isn't just involving, as some on the right would like to, uh, a partisan committee, charades. No, this is the DOJ we're talking about right now. This is the FBI. They took this guy's cell phone. What if, and I think there's a very good chance this happens, what if there is damning evidence on Michael McDonald's phone that shows that he was part of the scheme with these fake electrics to try to overturn the outcome of the election? Don't you think he should go to jail for that? Forget about not being the Republican chair anymore. This is the Republican chair, too. How do you feel being a Republican today, knowing that the head of your party, the Republican chair, right here, is under investigation by the FBI? How does that make you feel? And I want to open up the phone lines on this because maybe some of you think I'm making too much of a big deal out of this than maybe it appears to be. Maybe maybe I am. I don't know. I'm going to open up the phone lines and I'm going to ask you this question right now. Do you believe that Michael McDonald is a part of this scheme to try to overturn the outcome of the election with these fake electorates? Do you think that the DOJ getting involved now and seizing his phone is evidence to point to the fact that he was probably a part of this? Or do you take the approach, as some people on the right seem to take, that this is not a big deal, and it's all going to blow over, and it's all politics, and it's just an opportunity to make Republicans like Michael Ronald McDonald look bad? The number to call if you want to be a part of the conversation is 702-221-7283. And again, if you want to be a part of the conversation, your thoughts. Your thoughts. Thoughts on this fake electric story, and I'm now I'm not even talking on a national scale. I'm not even talking about Ron Johnson anymore. It's hit us in our backyard. The Republican chair, right here in Nevada, right here in Las Vegas, hits us home. McDonald's phone has been seized by the FBI. That leads me to believe one thing and one thing alone, that it is likely that he was a part of this scheme with these fake electorates. And it's interesting because nobody from his camp is speaking. His attorney isn't commenting. Nobody's talking about it. What do you think about this? Do you think that this is a big deal? And do you think that there will be, we use the term accountability? Do you think there will be accountability with the Ron Johnsons of the world, with the Mike McDonalds of the world? Will there be accountability? Again, that number to call is area code 702 Two two one seven two eight three, and again that number. If you want to be a part of the conversation, now's the time to do so. Two two one seven two 
This is, make no mistake about it, folks, this is a chance, or was a chance, for members of the Republican Party to try to overturn the outcome of the election. This was an opportunity for Donald Trump and his cronies to try to say, we don't care who you voted for. We don't care if this was a a fair and free election. We're going to do everything we can because we don't like the results. That's exactly what happened here. That is exactly what took place here. And I think when it's all said and done, I believe there is going to be accountability. I believe McDonald is going to be held to account. I believe to an extent Donald Trump is going to be held to account. I personally believe even if there is no criminal liability when it comes to Donald Trump, I personally believe this committee alone and this commission alone did their job because I don't believe Donald Trump will ever be able to run for office again. And if he does run for office, he ain't going to win. He is not going to be the next president of the United States. It's not going to happen. And I hear so many people on the right, whether it be people that are on Fox News or OAN or Newsmax or some of these right-wing buffoons who do shows in this town, I hear a lot of people say all they want to talk about is the January 6th commission you know, and this, this panel and these hearings. That's all they want to do. That's all they, want. they don't want to talk about gas prices. They don't want to talk about inflation. They don't want to talk about all, you know, all these other things. First of all, I think a lot of people are talking about those topics and a lot of people are talking about gun control and a lot of other issues that are facing this country. But how can you say this is a non-story? Ron Johnson says it's a non-story. This fake electorates, these fake electorates, is this a non-story? Really, this isn't something that we should be talking about? I don't care what network you're on. I don't care what radio show you do talking news, politics. This is a non-story? We know for a fact this is not fiction. This is fact. This isn't fiction like Trump won the election in a landslide. This is fact. We know for a fact that some of these Republicans, and we're still trying to learn how many, but we know for a fact that some of these Republicans tried to fake electorates and basically try to overturn the outcome of the election. And now Mike McDonald is a part of the investigation. The Republican chair right here in our backyard His cell phone was seized. Do you think they would do that if they didn't have pertinent information to suggest that he was a part of this? I think he's guilty. And I hope they find the information that they're looking for on his cell phone. Because he doesn't seem to be a very intelligent person. It's probably on his phone. Clear as day. Number to call if you want to be a part of the show, 702-221-7283. Let's go to John. John, what's happening, man? Doggy, man, could you imagine how many Republicans in the state of Nevada are squirming today, Brian? <laughs> What's up, Michelle Fiore? <laughs> they got Mike McDonald's phone. I bet there's some juicy stuff on that phone, Brian. What do you think? Do you think there's nude photos on there? <laughs> I, I'm, man, I'm sure there's all kinds of garbage on that phone, man. Hey, can you imagine? I mean, this guy's just a scumbag. I mean, he's just a grifter. Uh, Ralston just destroys this guy uh, poetically, beautifully. Um, and and uh, they've got his phone, man, and they're going yeah. through every single email and voicemail and, and, uh, and uh, text message. 
there's got to be a ton of... Can I tell you something? John, I was speaking with one of Mike McDonald's very close friends, somebody that I am not a friend of. I dislike him. I think he does a radio show once a week here. Calls himself Carmine on social media. I don't know. But anyway, I'm not even going to say his name. But I'm having a, a Facebook Messenger conversation with him, and I say, hey, what's up with your boy? His response to me was, oh, it's nothing. They're doing this with all the, all the Republicans, all the uh, people, that uh, the chairs. I said, really? It seems to me that there are about 12 or so people that were investigated. I mean, I don't know what it is about these Republicans, but because they have an R next to their name, they see a story like this and they don't think it's real. It's the Democrats coming after. It can't be real. Well, what happens if we learn that Mike McDonald was actually behind this thing and that there's overwhelming evidence on the cell phone and that he gets charged with a crime? Then what are they going to do in this city? They'll have some other... Brian, they're frauds. They're, they're whores. They're frauds. They're scumbags. They're pawn scum. They have no moral compass. They have no spine. Stop being polite to them. They need to be chopped in the... They, hey, Ron Q, you listening, partner? That's your party, pal. You, you switch over to the Democrats. Have a grow a spine, Ron. They don't even like you. You're not, you're not a white supremacist. Switch over to the... De- Patty, I forget your last name. Patty, whatever... That's your party, Patty. They're scumbag. They're look. Could you? This is such an elementary crime, too. They're gonna fake the electors. Holy cow! What do you make those- of? What do you make of? Speaking of Ron's, uh, John. What do you make of Ron Johnson saying that? Well, we were given an envelope and we just gave it to the president, like it wasn't vetted at all, and it was some sort of intern. Oh, we better give this envelope to the vice president of the United States. Ron Johnson was caught lying. He's in a lot of trouble. Ron Johnson is a whore. Ron Johnson is a scumbag piece of pawn scum. Look, man, stop. Look, I'm serious. Democracy's at stake. These guys are the root. Trump's supporters are the root cause of this anxiety, of this jeopardy that I feel are this peril I feel our country's in. And you need to chop them yeah. in the By throat. the way, I have some breaking news, and, and I'm glad you're on the phone, John, because you might be. Uh, besides Michael McDonald, we've now learned uh, this. Again, this is according to KLAS Channel 8. A second search warrant has been issued for Nevada Party Secretary James DeGraffenreid, who also signed faked elector documents, but the FBI agents could not locate him Wednesday. A second search warrant has been issued for him as well. This is very, very serious, and now we're learning that the party secretary uh, on the Republican side has been uh, served a search warrant as well. And you know, you know that you know there's you know they're going to find stuff. What's up, Michelle Fiore? You a little nervous today, Michelle? They're just, they're, they're, it's disgraceful. If you vote Republican, if you are still a member of the Republican Party, I have no respect for you. You have no moral compass. You have no character. You're a fraud. You're a whore. You, you don't make. You have no ability to reason. I don't like you at all. Period. And now, and now, you know the Jim Marchants and the Adam Laxalts of the world are still getting votes. They're still getting votes, and, and, and they're running for office. And there's a lot of Republicans uh, in the state of Nevada that like these types of people. I tell you, man, I just I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get it. There's really no don't. bigger fraud than Adam Laxalt. Come on, man. I agree. He's, he's, he's just like Tarkanian. He's just a loser who's trying to spend his whole life sucking off his dad's last name. There's no respect for that, man. Hey, he's John, just, you're no. not going to get an argument from me, my friend. We agree 100%, and it's always good to hear from you. I do appreciate the call. Thank you, John. Have a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, speaking of FBI search warrants, uh, Michelle Fiore had to deal with that as well. Can I ask you all a question? And by the way, the number to call, 221 
Why is the FBI and all these search warrants, why is it always Republicans? I mean, once in a while it's a Democrat, right? But why, why does it seem to be so many Republicans these days? Why is Rudy Giuliani, you know, why did he get that FBI search warrant and then he, he, he can't even practice law in New York? Why is that? Why is, uh, why is it that the people that run the Democratic Party in the state of Nevada, why is it that their houses are not being raided? Is it because all FBI agents are Democrats? We know that's a lie. That's not true. Listen, this is pretty, pretty clear here. The FBI is not raiding homes. The FBI is not seizing cell phones. The FBI is not looking for you unless there's a reason. Now, am I trying to say that the FBI doesn't make mistakes? No. Of course the FBI makes mistakes. Law enforcement, we all make mistakes. We're all not perfect, right? I do not believe somebody in the FBI just said, hey, let's go after those people in Nevada. Let's go after McDonald and his cronies just because we don't like him. I don't believe that's the case here. I believe that there's hard evidence. I believe they're going to find it because it'll certainly make the FBI look bad if they get these cell phones and these records and they can't find anything, right? I think they're going to find some stuff that is going to be very damning. There's going to have to be new leadership within the Republican Party. And I believe these people legally are in a lot of trouble. And John is absolutely right. People like Michelle Fiore, this is going to be a trickle-down effect. Because keep this in mind, you seize a cell phone and you have a warrant to look through that cell phone, you can look through everything. So I'm going to use this as a what if. What if Michael McDonald was scheming with these fake electrics, would say, hypothetically speaking, allegedly a Michelle Fiore. Then all of a sudden she's implicated. Whoever Mike McDonald was talking to and if it involves these fake electorates and this scheme, they are going to get in trouble as well. So this is a trickle-down effect. When the FBI subpoenas come in and they confiscate cell phones, it implicates other people. And legally, they are allowed to do so. They got a search warrant for your cell phone. There is reason and there is evidence and there is proof. And we are going to find out, folks, the corruption not only on a national scale when it came to January 6th, and what took place during the insurrection. But we are going to find out people who were involved even in our backyard. I've been telling some of the leadership in the Republican Party right here in Las Vegas and in the state of Nevada and Clark County, I've been saying it for years that they are a bunch of corrupt scumbags, or as John used the term, whore. I don't, I don't usually use that term, but, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, they're scumbags. And I've been saying that for a very, very long time. And now I believe we have proof. Now I believe we are going to know for sure. We are going to get all the answers. Imagine for a moment what it was like for Mike McDonald to wake up this morning with his family. Knowing that he's under investigation by the FBI. Very similar to many others, right? Matt Gates, perfect example of that. We know that Mike Gates is very good at using Venmo. I mean, folks... I'm not making this stuff up, right? I sent a message to one of Mike McDonald's friends saying, what do you make of your friend Mike McDonald? The response I got was, actually, all electors' phones nationwide were taken. That is a lie. That is not true, but these are, this is the GOP. He says, more news coming. Stay tuned. This is one of Mike McDonald's friends. All electors' phones nationwide have been taken. That is not true. That is a blatant lie. About 12 or so. 
So now the excuse is being made of, oh, you know, everybody, everybody's under FBI investigation. No, it's just everybody. It's, it's nothing, Burger. It's nothing. That's not how the FBI works, you dumbass. That's not how the FBI works. They don't just say, hey, we're just going to, you know, get the warrants and seize everybody's phone. No, because that would be against the law. You can't do that unless you have sufficient evidence. That's how you get a warrant. You have to have cause, probable cause to get a warrant. You can't just ask a judge for a warrant with no reason. Hey, I want to I, I get Michael McDonald's phone. Oh, judge, why? Why do you want to do that? Oh, I want to see what he looks like with his shirt off. Actually, nobody wants to see that. But no, that's not how our legal system works, you idiots. There is no question there is evidence against Mike McDonald. There's evidence against Ron Johnson and all these idiots throughout the country who tried to overturn the outcome of our election and continue to do so in attacking our democracy locally. Jim Marchant, it's how he got elected by you fool Republicans. Adam Laxalt, you fools who voted for him. Joey Gilbert almost won. He got a lot of votes. You are very intelligent, you people in Reno. Very intelligent people. You voted for an ambulance-chasing moron cheater. That's who you voted for. Congratulations, Reno. That's why I've never been to Reno before, by the way. I never will go to Reno. Trash. Is that where Lauren Boebert was born, by the way? It wouldn't surprise me. Marjorie Taylor Greene? No? All the Karens of the world, they all grew up in Reno. That's what I think. Republican Party, you guys must be very proud of yourselves. All under FBI investigation. You nut jobs, you liars. By the way, speaking of somebody who uh, is not uh, on, I guess you could say, very high regard these days, his name is Pedro Arandondo. He's the Uvalde School District Police Chief who allegedly told all the police officers to stand down. Well, we have new information on that, and we'll share that for you when we come, when we come back. I want to tell you guys about my good friend, Thomas Moskal, former DUI top prosecutor here in Clark County. He's the former DA as well. This guy has relationships with all the prosecutors and all the defense attorneys and all the judges. This guy knows what he's doing, man. He's a sharp guy. you got to give him a call. If you have any issue when it comes to DUI, he is the guy that will get you out of trouble the best way legally as possible. Please give him a call, 702-848-5555. You can call him or you can text him. And how cool does that sound? If you have to get an attorney, why not the former DA of Clark County? That's pretty darn cool. 702 702- 848-5555. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, what is up with the Uvalde, the school district, and what's the latest on Pete Arandondo and the investigation? We'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Welcome back. It is pushing the limits on a Thursday. I just had an, you know, I have these weird ideas that in my head. I think I'm going to put up some pushing the limits odds today, maybe on Twitter and Facebook. Odds on what you think the FBI will find on Michael McDonald's phone. I would say number one, probably the, the FBI will probably find some evidence to support the fact that he tried, you know, these fake electorates. But I think. What do you think the odds are that he has, like, uh, half-naked pictures of Ocasio-Cortez in his phone or Hillary Clinton? I'd put that at, like, 50 to 1. I'd say Fiore's yeah. the better one. What? Yeah, maybe Michelle. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe that's 25 to 1. I think I'll put um, 
I don't know. Let's think about this for a minute here. What do you think of the odds that like Michael McDonald has naked pictures of anybody in his phone? I'm going to put that at even money. Is that fair? Even money. Do you think he has a picture of like a sexy picture of Donald Trump in there or, or Melania? I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what, what do you think is in Michael McDonald's phone? I'm just trying to figure this thing out. I don't know. I'll put the odds up, okay? I'll put the odds up and I'll, I'll run through the list. I would say a two to one favorite that he has a sexy picture of Lauren Bobert in his phone. I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. God, I would love to know what's in Michael McDonald's phone. I would love to be the FBI agent that could just search through every picture, every website Michael McDonald has gone to, every text message. Oh, my God, that would be one of the best days of my life. It's very sad, isn't it? But it's true. It would be. It would be one of the best days of my life. I mean, you know that feeling like, you know, I've dated women in the past and and I have this empty feeling in my stomach when they grab my phone because I have stuff in there that I don't want them to see. Nothing illegal. Now, check. Don't get the wrong idea. But, you know, I have stuff in my phone that sometimes I don't want everybody to see. I think we all have some things in there in our closet. They're like, "Ah, I don't want a phone. I don't want them to see that. So when, when a woman that I'm dating that I don't know very well grabs my phone, I get worried. And I'm like, give me that phone back. Well, now Michael McDonald has no choice. <laughs> he has no choice as Numchuck's going through his phone now. And I'm not going to show you the pictures that he's showing me. Again, nothing illegal. But uh, did you just show me a picture of Donald Trump's chest? Is that what that was? It's 100% what that was. Was that? Wow, he's got lar- a large, very large chest. I have to be honest. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure Melania Trump married him for his lavish looks, you know. I'm sure. Think about that for a moment, folks. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a bit on that tomorrow. But uh, what is in Michael McDonald's phone? Let's play that game. Let's play that game. Oh, boy. These guys are in a lot of trouble, man. I mean, look at a guy like Ron Johnson, right? He looks like he starred in the show To Catch a Predator. Like, that's the guy who shows up to a teenager's house half naked with uh, lube and some McDonald's. That's Ron Johnson for you. He looks like that guy. Not to say Mike McDonald doesn't fit that bill either. What is in Michael McDonald's phone? Hmm. I don't know. Some of these people have some weird fetishes, man. That's all I'm saying. Like, maybe he has a a half-naked picture of Wayne Allen Root in his phone. I don't know. Or Sean Hannity. Don't get me wrong. Some people in this country have fetishes for lying, middle-aged, white pieces of garbage. So they would definitely fit the bill. Anyway, I'll put those odds up. Don't worry. I'll put those odds up. So we got to get to this uh, Uvalde investigation. The saga of this shooting continues. And if you don't know the story by now, I'm I'm sure you do. It's, It's just horrendous. 19 kids brutally murdered and killed. And two teachers killed as well by the hands of this 18-year-old nut job. The day he turned 18, he walks into a gun store, buys a couple AR-15s and, and a ton, tons of rounds, thousands of rounds of ammunition. I mean, it's a terrible story, right? And we heard, you know, all sorts of different narratives when it came to the locked door in the classroom. Was it locked? Was it unlocked? First they said it was locked. Then they said it was unlocked. You know. It's, it's just tons of, tons of information back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Well, now we're learning that Ovalde School District Police Chief Pedro Arandondo, again, this is the guy that allegedly told all the police officers to stand down. This is the guy that didn't have his, his radio with him. He's officially been placed on leave, according to a news release from Ovalde. The uh, Consolidated Independent School District Superintendent, who's, by the way, what a wonderful job he's doing. 
He said, because of the lack of clarity that remains and the unknown timing of when and will receive the results of the investigations, I have made the decision to place Chief Arundondo on administrative leave on this date. By the way, he's still getting paid. Lieutenant Mike Hernandez is assuming the duties of UCISD Chief of Police. The superintendent wrote that he had intended to wait for an investigation to be finished before making personal decisions. He said, today I am still without details of the investigations being conducted by various agencies. Orondondo testified Tuesday behind closed doors in Texas House Committee seeking answers to what happened May 24th when 21 people were gunned down at an elementary school. As I mentioned, the school's district now comes days after the, uh, the Evalde City Council, of which Orondondo is a new member, voted to deny his request for a leave of absence. The sad part about this whole story is that none of this will bring any of these kids back. 21 families that are grieving, that will never see their loved ones again. And 19 kids, most of them under the age of 10, that are now six feet underneath the ground. And it's always difficult to talk about it. It's always difficult to talk about any of these shootings and the senseless violence. There are a few Republicans out there that have a conscience. And those that are asking and and working with Democrats when it comes to gun control are being attacked by a lot of the fringe right. And those on the fringe right that are attacking the few Republicans that want to do something are the ones that have no answers and no solutions. Or their own solutions would be, well, we need to lock those doors better in the back of these schools. Or we need to arm all kindergarten teachers with guns. Those are their answers. I was talking to a friend of mine last night, and he said mental illness. And I said to him, okay, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of mentally ill in this country, people in this country. But there are mentally ill people around the world. Why is it that we have the, these issues of mass shootings more than any other country in the world? He didn't have an answer for me. And I looked at him, and I said, I have an answer. There's too many guns. Too many weapons of war that are being sold, some of them to 18-year-olds. And it's got to stop. No one policy, no one law put on the books is going to end all the gun violence in this country, but it certainly can help. And that is why I have the utmost respect for those that continue to push. People like uh, you know Gutenberg, who lost his daughter in the Parkland shooting, and, and he has been nonstop since his daughter was brutally murdered. Nonstop he has been in trying to push for laws. Murphy, Senator Murphy out of Connecticut, very proud of what he's been able to do. And yes, there are a few Republicans that have done the right thing. But the overwhelming majority of Republicans want to do absolutely nothing when it comes to the gun violence in this country. Absolutely nothing. Very dangerous times we're living in, and there's no question about that. And another huge bombshell about the Ovalde Police Department drops. As it has recently exposed today that the coward cops had four, let me repeat that, four ballistic shields that would have protected them but still refused to enter the classroom as the killer rampage continued. You heard for a while now. Police didn't have the, you know, they, they, they didn't have the right equipment. They weren't ready. They didn't have the, the you know, and, that, and then we also heard the lie, the narrative that this shooter barricaded himself in a classroom. We've learned that that was also a lie. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And we're learning that the Uvalde teacher, Eva Myerless, 
who was killed that day along with her husband, uh, who not was killed that day, but he had a heart attack days after, were learning that she called her husband and told him she had been shot and was dying. And this is another couple that I was thinking of, but this is the other teacher that lost her life. Her husband, who's a police officer, tried to take down the shooter, but was detained by other officers and had his gun taken away. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? You're a police officer. You get a call from your wife saying that she had been shot and that she was dying. She knew it. She knew she probably only had minutes to live, and she wanted to call her husband and tell her, tell him that she loved him. And he does what any loving husband would do. He attempts to go in there and get his wife out of there, get the shooter who did this. And what do police officers do? They confiscate his weapon. Boy, I'd love to know who those police officers are who did that, those cowards. Laws need to change in this country. The law states that police officers not legally binding to protect anybody. Yet it says on many of the vehicles, protect and serve. That's a lie. I am pro-police. And I do believe that the overwhelming majority of police officers would have done the right thing there. They would have gone into that classroom. And they would have got the shooter. Make no mistake about it, the overwhelming majority of police officers in Uvalde that were working that day are cowards. And while the one person that is, the number one person that's responsible, of course, is the person that pulled the trigger. These police officers, many of them, have blood on their hands. There is not one fall guy here. They all need to be held to account. They all need to be held to account. And I hear about these gut-wrenching stories, and even though it's been weeks since this shooting happened, I hear about these gut-wrenching stories, and it is mind-boggling, absolutely mind-boggling, how these police officers never went in there. They had these four shields that could have protected themselves. These kids had no protection. They had zero protection. None. Zero. And these officers waited, and they waited, and they waited some more. Yes, we have a gun problem in this country. No question about that. Yes, I'm glad it's finally being addressed to the point as some laws are being put on the books. I'm glad that's happening. Not enough. Never again could we have a bunch of police officers. We're not talking about one or two cops. We're talking about 19. Never again could we have a situation like this where you got a bunch of coward police officers who refused to go in and do anything while those kids were being massacred. Massacred. Never again can this happen. I'm sick of these mass shootings. I'm sick of having to learn of these families that lost loved ones. Breaks my heart, man. It breaks my heart. You know, they've released the first interior photo of the... uh, school in Uvalde. Officers were seen at 11.52 a.m. with rifles and ballistic shields. As I just mentioned, there were at least four shields. The shooter remained inside alive until 12.50 p.m. Do the math. That's 58 minutes. For 58 minutes, while police officers had rifles and ballistic shields, they did nothing. All they did was put cuffs on parents and mace parents 
And we're learning they even took the gun away from a police officer whose wife was dying in one of those classrooms. That's what they did. There has to be criminality to this, and there won't be. But some of those police officers that day acted as criminals, as far as I'm concerned. They're criminals, they're cowards, and they need to be brought to justice. And it sickens me. You want to know what else sickens me? Our former vice president, Mike Pence. Mike Pence knew exactly what was going on on January 6th as his life was threatened. And many of those people were chanting, hang Mike Pence on January 6th. You remember that. Mike Pence knew that this was because of Donald Trump and the rhetoric that Donald Trump put forth. We remember that, right? Well, Mike Pence made an appearance on television yesterday. And no, he's not talking about Donald Trump and he's not criticizing Donald Trump. The guy could have been killed because of Donald Trump's words and almost was. He was asked on Fox Business this question about Joe Biden. Have a listen to this exchange. Have you ever seen a president who refuses to accept blame and, I want to add to that, commits so many falsehoods. I'm being very polite here, calling it falsehoods. Falsehoods, uh, you know, on any given day, he's out there saying stuff that just ain't true. You ever seen anything like that? Never in my lifetime. I said today that uh, uh, there has never been a time in my life where a president was more disconnected from the American people. You have to be kidding me. Mike Pence went on to say that Joe Biden is basically the biggest liar in the history of presidents in this country. That's what he said. I'm not making this up. It's been documented that Trump, while in office, lied over 3,000 times. And Mike Pence was almost lost his life because of Donald Trump. And yet Mike Pence, being the coward that he is, won't testify before the committee, refuses to do so. Doesn't want to get down to the truth of what happened. And he wants to say Joe Biden is one of the biggest liars. Now, you could have plenty of criticisms for Joe Biden. Joe Biden is far from perfect. I don't think he's doing a great job. I don't think he's a great president. I don't want to vote for him again. I don't like Kamala Harris. I don't think she's a great vice president. I don't think they're very good with the media. I think Joe Biden's a decent person. I think he's uh, got compassion for people. I have a lot of respect for his wife, Dr. Jill Biden, who I've interviewed before. I have respect for the family. Yeah, I understand Hunter Biden's kind of an effed up, you know, he's had a lot of issues with substance abuse and he's not, maybe not the greatest person in the world. But how could you not respect what some of those in Biden's family have done, like Bo Biden? I think for the most part, they have a pretty respectable family, maybe minus Hunter. They're decent people. Maybe not a great president, but a decent person. And I've always said, at least this is the way I am, I vote on whether you lived a reckless life or not. If you lived a reckless life, you're probably going to be a reckless president, right? If you lived an honorable life, you'll probably be an honorable president, an honorable person. John McCain was an honorable person. He risked his life for this country. 
an honorable man. And to me, one of the best moments in the history of politics, at least since I've been alive, was when John McCain was running against Barack Obama. And you know, the alt-right, they're racist idiots. And that elderly lady, who clearly was probably a Klan member at some point in her life, she looks at John McCain and says, I don't trust Obama, he's, he's an Arab. So she's a racist idiot, you know. And John McCain did, did what I wish anyone would do. He took the microphone from her, but in a respectful way said, no, ma'am. We just happen to disagree on policy, but Barack Obama is a decent man. That is the good of humanity. That's the good of John McCain, and I wish we could all do that. Because it's okay to disagree on policy. I have debates with people all the time when it comes to policy disagreements. All the time. But there are certain people that I just cannot have a conversation with. There are certain people that I just cannot talk to. There are certain people that you can't have a logical conversation with. You just can't. Trump won the election. He won it in a landslide. The Democrats cheated. And the earth is flat. They both go hand in hand, ladies. And there's certain people there are just so lost you can't have a conversation with them. You just can't do it. Very divided. We're very divided in this country right now. We've always had division when it came to politics, but I think we're more divided than we've been in my lifetime. I'm 42 years old. We're very, very divided. I certainly don't have all the answers. A lot of problems in this country. And I understand there's a lot of people that are very frustrated with gas prices and inflation, health care, homeless. I mean, there's so many... Uh, and listen, I'll throw immigration in there. I don't think it's anywhere near the, the the biggest problem this country is facing right now. I really don't. But there's a lot of serious problems facing this country. But we have a former president that continues to lie, and so many millions of people in this country believe him. It's very dangerous. We have people in the Republican Party running for office that are winning elections that spew lies and hatred and conspiracy theories. Why? Why do you do that? I would say many of them do it so that they can get votes. They pander to the base. That is the base of the Republican Party. Make no mistake about it. So these are very dangerous times that we are living in right now. And it's very serious. And like I said, I don't have all the answers. I don't. I never claimed that I did. But we need to get the fringe on both sides of the aisle out of office. We need reasonable people to be our policymakers. And we need to start by coming together as a country and understanding wrong is wrong, right is right, the sky is blue, the earth is not flat. Donald Trump did not win the election in 2020. Brock, uh, uh, Joe Biden is not a perfect president. He's made some mistakes. And you know what? America will have an opportunity to vote him out if he decides to run again. That's the beauty of this country in the democracy that we live in. But I can tell you one thing that won't happen. If Joe Biden does run, and if he loses, he's not going to claim the election is stolen. He's not going to incite an insurrection. That will not happen. So as we look at the investigation in Uvalde, I hope we get down to the truth, and I hope something like this never happens again. 
as we look at the uh, FBI probe and the investigations by the DOJ when it comes to Michael McDonald's cell phone and all these cell phones and all these people throughout the country that probably were a part of these fake electorates. They need to be brought to justice and they need to be held to account. That's not up for debate. That's a fact. The chickens are going to come home to roost, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. The truth is going to come out. I don't know if there'll be accountability, but we are going to get down to business and get down to the truth. I can tell you that's going to happen 150%. Before we take a break, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my friends at Sahara West Urgent and Primary Care. And, you know, sometimes you go into an urgent care facility and you have to wait for hours. I've had that happen before. It's annoying. It's terrible. Well, I'll tell you something. Not this place. I went in there the other day. I was in and out in 15 minutes. It was so awesome. And they do all sorts of different things to help you out. And the great thing about it is you can make an appointment, but you don't have to. You could just show up. They're located at 6125 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 1B. You can give them a call at 702-248-0554. Visit their uh, website, saharawesturgentcare.com. You know, you can walk in there. Walk-ins are welcome. No appointment is needed. And like I said, I went in there and I had a procedure done the other day. You want to talk about convenient? I was in and out of there in 30 minutes. The convenience of this clinic, it's second to none, ladies and gentlemen. I went in there myself. I experienced it myself. Great people, and they will take care of you. Again, give them a call, 702-248-0554, or just come by and visit. 6125 West Sahara Avenue. Sahara West Urgent and Primary Care. All right, speaking of medicine, is there anything worse than a loved one, somebody that you have to you know, live with every day and they have the worst snoring ever? Well, I found a doctor that can take care of your snoring problems. I found a doctor. If you're not one to work out, maybe you don't take the greatest care of yourself, devices that can give you the muscle tone that you've always needed. God knows I need it. Well, I'll tell you what, we have a doctor who is going to give you that advice, and she runs... Yeah, snoring's the worst, man. It really is terrible. Is that Chris Wynn? That, ladies and gentlemen, that's a live audio of Chris Wynn in his uh, in his home right now. Chris Wynn's a, a bad snorer. Yeah. Terrible. It's the worst. Well, I got a doctor coming up next, and she is going to, <laughs> she is going to uh, tell us the services that she provides that can help you whether it be cosmetic surgery or uh, not, not, not even surgery, just uh, think, uh, things that she can do in her office that can help you in all different areas of your life, all different parts of your body. She can do it, ladies and gentlemen. And when it comes to snoring, we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Dr. K joining us next. Take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Hey, everybody. Are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub when you can be a hero? Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it.
the best choice for convenience, comfort, and value, My Place Hotels are ideal for both short-term and long-term travelers. The rooms at My Place features pillow top mattresses, microfiber bedding, and a variety of soft and firm pillows. All extended stay rooms offer their own kitchen, which includes a full-size refrigerator and a cooktop. On-site laundry facilities are also available for extended stays at pet-friendly My Place Hotels. Book your stays online at MyPlaceHotels.com, My Place Hotels, St. George, and West Jordan, Utah. Make My Place your place. Shopping is always easy with the Radio Shopping Show. Whether it's shopping during any one of our live shows right here on AM 1400 or listening live on the KSHP app, you can always call in at 702-221-7283 to pick up great deals with your favorite host. Or shop 24-7 at KSHP.com. Go to KSHP.com and select Shopper's Guide to browse hundreds of businesses featured on the show. Place your order online and we'll have it shipped right to your front door. With so many possibilities, it's hard not to shop. As a three-time international award-winning restaurant, Joe's New York Pizza uses only the freshest and best available ingredients. From giant slices of hand-tossed pie to calzones, strombolis, fingers, and wings, Joe's serves all your favorites. Stop in for a slice at one of their two Las Vegas locations at Paradise and Harmon or South Las Vegas Boulevard, or you can check out their menu at joesnewyorkpizzalv.com. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you, his relationships with the prosecutors and judges, and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. Whether you're a corporate executive, on a family vacation, or just passing through, St. George Inn & Suites will meet your specific needs. It's conveniently located near restaurants, shopping, and movie theaters. St. George Inn & Suites offers a variety of room types, two fabulous pools and jacuzzis, a fitness center, a free full hot buffet breakfast, and laundry facilities. To make your booking, call 435-673-6661 or book online at stgeorgeinnhotel.com. You need to stop in Southern Utah? Make that stop at St. George Inn & Suites. STN Sports is the only sports betting app you need this season. STN Sports has it all. In-play betting, mobile parlay cards, the Play Plus card to fund and withdraw from anywhere in Nevada, and the latest lines on every game. STN Sports even lets you earn rewards on every bet. Safe and easy betting from your phone or tablet. Go to StationCasinoSports.com or sign up at any Station Casino, Fiesta Wildfire, or the El Cortez. Details at the Sportsbooks. Do you want to be part of one of the fastest growing shows in the Valley? Well, now is your chance. Pushing the Limits covers it all. The only show in town talking news, politics, sports, entertainment, you name it. You can now give your business the push it needs to take it to the next level. We have all sorts of advertising packages that can fit your budget. Give us a call at 725-256-9809 or send us an email at ptlvegasales at gmail.com and be part of the fastest growing show in Las Vegas.
a great time. Your entertainment destination, the South Point, invites you to experience the ultimate great time under one roof. Bowling, dancing, a live show, a movie, delicious dining, and one of South Point's 11 restaurants. So much to see. So much to do. You won't know where to start first. This week, make it a South Point week and discover for yourself why the South Point is your entertainment destination for a great time. Look, it's impossible for the average person to find a great attorney out there. There's so much misinformation. Now, let me introduce you to former Chief Deputy District Attorney Thomas Moskal. He was Las Vegas' top DUI prosecutor for years. He prosecuted the most high-profile DUI cases in Clark County. No one knows more about DUI law in Nevada. Just Google it. If you get charged with DUI, whether it's a misdemeanor or even more importantly, a felony, you need Thomas Moskal representing you. His relationships with the prosecutors and judges and his knowledge of DUI law to work for you. So give him a call now or text him at 702-848-5555. It's your life and liberty that's at stake. Don't wait. Call now. That number again, 702-848-5555. Hey, everybody, are you struggling to find a pizza place that reminds you of Brooklyn? That true blue New York-style pie? Well, worry no more. Stallone's Italian Eatery Pizza is a knockout. We're located at 467 East Silverado Ranch Boulevard, just off of Premier Road, half a mile east of South Point Casino, just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip. Come by and grab a slice of pie. Plus, check out our Brooklyn-inspired Italian cuisine. Our sandwiches are super hero, that is, because why be a sub? When you can be a hero, Stallone's Italian Eatery is here to serve you phenomenal food, Vegas. Forget about it. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Thursday. So glad you could join us. I've met some pretty amazing doctors in this town over my 20-year career in radio. Infectious disease experts, particularly like during COVID. I've met so many incredible people that do so many incredible things. You know, some of those doctors, some of those nurses saved my life. There's so many different things you could do to enhance your quality of life. Whether, you know, your looks, how you feel. And I got to tell you, one of the biggest issue I have, you know, I've always snored. And uh, maybe that's why I don't have a girlfriend or, or a wife. I don't know. And Well, the doctor we have in studio with us right now, she not only can help you with that, but a lot of other issues maybe that you're having with your body. Uh, she's somebody that is a bird, uh, board-certified internal medicine physician. She's been doing it for a very, very long time. And actually uh, went to school in Connecticut, New Haven, right? Yale, if I'm not mistaken. I call you Dr. K. Is that all right? Yes, that's all right. Dr. K. I like that. I like that. Doctor, thank you so much for being here. Uh, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Very excited. Thank you. Yeah, I, so I went to your office yesterday mm. for the first time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you do so many different things there that can just help enhance someone's just way, daily, everyday life, right? I mentioned snoring. Can we start there? How This is such an annoying thing for people, right? You're married to someone who snores. You can't get sleep. Uh how are you know we've seen these things that you can buy in the drugstore they're cheap you know you wear something and it mm-hmm. but but that never works let's be honest it never works long term you're using lasers in your office to get rid of the snoring explain to me how this works it's really cool 
Well, the snoring is uh, technically it's airway issue. So when you uh, sleep, your muscle tone goes down and the airway uh, collapses to a certain mm-hmm. extent. So if it collapses to extreme extent, you even stop, s- stop breathing, which is called uh, sleep apnea, which is actually a serious medical condition. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it doesn't collapse, if it collapses a little bit, you still continue to breathe. But, uh, you know, your upper palate uh, creates that vibration, which comes out as snoring. Okay, so, um, and the treatments, uh, all the modalities of treatments uh, come into the same thing, to open up the airway and preventing the airways from collapsing uh-huh. to to, uh, as much as possible. And what this procedure that you offer with lasers, is it painful? Uh, no, it's not painful. Uh, it's more like awkward because you have to uh, uh, stay with an open mouth during the procedure. Right. Okay. So I talk a lot, so that shouldn't be a problem for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Talking is not allowed during the yes, procedure. Yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. Uh, but basically, we target three areas, which was shown in research, uh, affects the efficacy of treatment. Uh, we target under tongue area. Uh, back of the tongue area and mm-hmm. soft palate, uh, including your uvula, actual soft palate, and tonsils. Wow. Okay, so, and we use, uh, it's a uh, um, published uh, technology or procedure, yeah. which showed, clinically showed results and recognized by FDA. Um, it um, takes about maybe a half an hour to do. Uh, we don't mm. use any numbing at all, so it's uh, it's we're actually not touching anything because wow. the laser beam is uh, you know very focused and uh, we just aim it to the areas uh, where it's needed. And you're you're and changing lives, right? I would imagine people come in there and they're like, "Oh my God, you changed my life!" Whether it be a husband or wife that you're sleeping next to every night. I mean, this this really changes. Yes, absolutely. And we actually have any even objective um, you know documentation of that. There's an app uh, which anybody can uh, uh, download and sort of, uh, you know, track themselves and see what happened to them during mm. the night. Uh, I have no any financial, uh, you know, connection to this app. It's just good right. app which we're using. Right. It's called Snow Lab. Okay, and uh, uh, it's basically records you during the night, and then it's in the morning mm-hmm. gives you a night graph. It doesn't do any decibels, but it has like a scale, like epic yeah. snoring, okay, or then like mild right. snoring, and it's give you like a, a index or score. The thing about mm-hmm. snoring, I'm sure you would agree, is that it just it affects everybody in your family, right? Uh, you could have kids, and if you have to sleep in the same room, as it, it affects you there. Uh, your husband, your wife. So this isn't just about you and the snoring; it's about everybody around you as well. It, it's like yeah. it's actually more about people around you, okay? Yeah. So yeah. unless you have like sleep up which is really affects your yeah. health then just uh, loud snoring without like a health mm-hmm. uh, compromise yeah. it's like uh, it's a torture to your right. partner and your family members uh, yeah it definitely is a torture there's no question <laughs> about that so dr k uh we're going to talk about that's not the only thing the only service you provide you provide dozens and dozens and dozens of other services in your office which uh mm-hmm. by the way is located on sahara i don't know if you want to uh, give people the the address sure. where yeah go mm-hmm. ahead and do that so yeah, uh, our service, uh, our spa, Dr. K Beauty Spa, located at seven seven one ten West Sahara Avenue, Suite one hundred two. Okay. It's yep. uh, in within uh, Cosmetic Surgery Center. Uh, you can see the big sign on top mm-hmm. of the building. Um, 
basically Saharan buffalo. Saharan buffalo. So <laughs> anybody could call up and make an appointment. So tell me a little bit about you. You're from Russia. For those yes. of you that, that hear the accent, you're from Russia. When did you come to this country? Okay, I came to this country in 1997. Oh, so you've been I, here a long time. A yep. long time, yeah. Yep. I, I did my medical school actually in Russia. Then I passed the uh, qualification exams and I was accepted to residency in Yale Hospital. Which is uh, a, I'm from Connecticut, by the way. Yale Hospital is one of the best hospitals and some of the most brilliant doctors in the world. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I, I did my uh, training uh, there at Centrafield Campus, if you're mm-hmm. familiar with Centrafield Campus. Um, that was three years. And after that, uh, somehow I got a job in North Las Vegas. Uh, and, after and how that, long ago was that? Uh, I moved here in 2000. Oh, so you've been practicing medicine here for 22 years. Yes, yes. Wow, yes. that's incredible. All right, so this is obviously a dream of yours when you were younger. You always wanted to do this, right? And, and, and now you're able to, to do what you've always loved to do and obviously what you're good at. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, I always, my childhood uh, dream was to be a doctor, so I always yeah. want to be a doctor, and I'm happy I'm a doctor, and I'm happy I'm a doctor in the United yeah. States because, of course, it's a very advanced medicine with yeah. uh, a lot of uh, cutting-edge, you know, yeah procedures and, uh, sure. and research and yeah. uh, equipment and that's surgeries. awesome yes. I love to hear these stories from people like you that you know you have a dream and you come to this country and you, you get your education and you're doing what you love to do every day and you're helping people and you're a successful business I, I love that I love hearing these stories uh, I just think I just think it's so great all right let's talk about some of the other services you provide because it's fascinating to me so I'm in your office yesterday mm-hmm. right listen I'll be honest I've never had a six-pack okay I was a college athlete I, I, I never, I always had a couple extra pounds here, mm-hmm. flubby, you know, I never, I'm not like Numchuck, you know, I'm not physically fit like you are, Numchuck. So I go into your office yesterday, and I'm on this device that you're going to tell me about, where it like, it contracts, right, your muscles all yes. over your body, <laughs> and somehow... This uh, makes your muscles stronger. It makes your appearance better. And I've never tried one of these before. And you, you provide this service. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, this is a great machine called M-Sculpt Neo. This yep. is actually a second-generation machine from a classic M-Sculpt. Um, it has two modalities. One is electromagnetic muscle stimulation, which uh, contracts your muscle 20,000 times in half an hour. Oh, my God. So that would be like, what, three months in gym, maybe longer if you spend like... That sounds like a lot of work. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, and also at the same time, it has radio frequency, which heats up the tissue and directly destroys fat cells. Uh, It's a Mm. permanent destruction of fat cells. So uh, the procedure takes half an hour, completely non-invasive. Uh, the only contraindication if you have any metal in your spine or have a pacemaker because it's electromagnetic, so that's incompatible. Mm-hmm. But basically, if you can have an MRI, you can have this machine. Um, and, and, and is it fair to, obviously, any doctor will tell you you should, you should work out, you should eat good. But, I mean, for people that aren't, don't have the time to work out every day, this is something where they can come in here, they can make an appointment with you, it's going to make your muscles stronger and make your appearance better over time, right? Well, absolutely. You know, the research showed, and it's published and also recognized by FDA, that you, after a package of four treatments, which is just four treatments, one treatment a week, you get 25% of muscle growth. Wow. And 30% of fat loss. In that area. Holy smokes, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, so wow. it, it is almost too good to be true, but it published, measured, they did CAT scans, they measured the yeah. thickness of the muscle, thickness of the 
uh, fat, so it's all very well documented. Does any of this stuff covered by insurance? How does it work? Uh, do you take any types of insurances? And obviously, when it comes to cosmetics and that sort of thing, insurance, I would imagine, doesn't cover that stuff. But but how, can you explain to the listeners, how does it work? Does any of your insurance work for any of this stuff? Well, you know, we like if insurance covers something which they're supposed to cover, okay? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, the, no, the cosmetic stuff, uh, insurance does not cover. Although, if you have so-called flex account, okay, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, you put money aside, that may be covered under right. your flex account. Gotcha. But basically what you do is, like, uh, uh, you have to submit them the receipt yeah. and description, and they may cover that. Gotcha. Okay, let's mm-hmm. talk a little bit about cosmetics. Uh, sure. Not something that I know a lot about. Okay, somebody comes into your office. I mean, I, I'll just make it like I'm, I'm sure this happens to you, right? And a woman comes into your office and says, my husband doesn't like my butt. I want a bigger butt. You do that. I do that. That's incredible. <laughs> How does that work? Okay, well, like if the Kardashians do it, everybody else is doing it, right? Like, how does that work? <laughs> all right, so the actually um, there are three ways. Yep. Okay, in our place to do that. First, to, first is the same M sculpt. Okay, because uh-huh. M sculpt uh, grow your muscle, and they also have the protocol for the butt. So you do for treatments, and your butt become rounder and higher. Wow! Look at that, okay. Namchuk, you could use that. Okay, so <laughs> that, that's so. totally uh, totally documented. Okay. Um, uh, then you can just uh, use uh, injections, mm-hmm. which are uh, very common. Uh, basically, it's immediate result, okay, with injections. Uh, but, of course, that's that's invasive, so we're going to stick a needle right. uh, many times in your butt. You know, then it will mm-hmm. be some recovery time. You can't really, you know, um, you have to sit on a special pillow maybe for a few days right. so to have it all healed. But do you um, ever have a situation, though, where somebody comes in and they just want something that you don't think they should have? Like, do, some, do you think sometimes people go a little bit overboard? Well, you know, I I reserve the, my right to refuse services to anybody. Has that happened? It has happened, yeah. What is the uh, age limit for that? Like, you can't be like a 16-year-old walking in there, right, and say, hey, I want to... No, we don't take kids, okay, so... Uh, 18 and over, 21 uh, and over? 18 and over, okay. yes, 18 okay. and over. That's good. So yep. um, the only uh, treatment for, like, teenagers we provide is acne treatments on our laser. Oh, I could have used that back in the day. <laughs> right, so the acne treatments, yes, if the mother, yeah. father, son, they consent, yes, we do acne treatments with the laser. And you know what I'm saying, right, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes cosmetics, it's a great thing. It helps you with confidence if it makes you feel good then i am all for it but i also think there are certain situations where some people get services done for the wrong reasons i'm sure you sometimes it's the right reason sometimes maybe it's the wrong reasons well you know yeah you finally you mentioned that the actually uh, there are supposedly research saying like um in improving somebody's um looks comes up as an extra degree Right, right, you're more right. employable. I, I guess you feel better about yourself and people perceive you better. So you're more employable. You're getting better compensated and so well, forth. Confidence goes a long way in your life, no matter what you're doing, right? So I That's think I'm true. all for it. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to go in there mm-hmm. and they want to improve their looks in any way, shape, or form, uh, do it. You know, I, I, you, something else you do there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the right term is hair restoration, mm-hmm. but something with the follicles, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, the services that you provide to help grow hair. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been bald since I was like uh, mid-20s, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Maybe late 20s uh so i just kind of shaved my head i've mm-hmm. always wore hats you know it's it's mm-hmm. funny because people think doc that i wear hats because i'm bald i don't i've been wearing hats since i was 12 years old it's just mm-hmm. my look I, I enjoy wearing hats but but 
I shave my head, but for some people, they walk in there and they're starting to bald. Mm-hmm. You provide a very valuable service to kind of align it, and you don't have to take any pills or anything, right? Tell me about this. Okay, well, the hair restoration um, is a process, okay? It doesn't mm-hmm. have a silver bullet. Otherwise, there'll be no uh, bald people, right? Right. right. So, <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, of course, the hair transplant is the most, you know, uh, uh, radical treatment, okay, mm-hmm. so to say. But if somebody, but it is inspe- expe- inspe- <laughs> expensive. And how much uh, does that cost? You know, uh, it's in thousands, thousands of dollars. Yeah, but if you get if you get an actual, they put like hair in, you know, your own hair. That's more expensive. Well, you know, I won't go into much discussion about that because I yeah. frankly I don't know because you don't do I don't. That, yeah. Yeah, I, don't I know do people that. that have gotten that done. That's seven, eight grand. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So yeah, we're doing. Uh, hair restoration through stimulation or trying to awake your hair follicles which went to sleep okay mm-hmm. so um just for information we're all born with certain amount of hair focal uh, hair follicles yep. and we can't uh, produce an extra one okay so right, whatever right. million you have that's the million they yep. only can die off okay yeah, yeah, yeah. all right so the idea is to uh, wake up the ones which are trying to die off, okay? Right. So, and that's done through uh, basically improving uh, hair scalp circulation, uh, building new mi- microvasculature, and uh, stimulate uh, actual uh, cells to that's produce. That's so cool. It. And yeah. you guys are using really the latest technology, yes, the up to date technology in your office. It's up-to-date. incredible. Up to date. Yeah, we're using. Uh, uh, PRF and we're using exosomes. Yeah. Okay, exosomes probably the latest word in that. Also, uh, it's a complex approach. We recommend people yeah. to take uh, supplements. There are uh, also shampoo we recommend, uh, which yeah. we carry. Then we recommend actually to use red light uh, helmets, which they can purchase from us or anywhere else, which was shown yeah. to improve. Um, all this actually does improve circulation of the skull and uh, growth mm-hmm. of microvasculature. Sure. It's a process, okay? Right, because it's, it's going to sim- take a time. Yeah, yeah. Simulation process. It's so a be- process. You're not going to make me look like Brad Pitt overnight. That's never going no. to happen. However, <laughs> maybe get some hair growing there, maybe lose a few pounds, mm-hmm. uh, feel better about yourself, you know, because listen, people are very busy every day, right? Yes, Sometimes uh-huh. they don't have the ability or the time to eat healthy. I don't cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't have the ability maybe to get the the proper amount of exercise every day. If we all had that time, that would be great. But some of us don't. They're busy. You go into your office, uh, you get these procedures done to, to kind of give you a kickstart to help you. Mm-hmm. And and I think if, it, you know, it, it's a great, it's a great thing that you provide. So, Give out, uh, again, uh, the number uh, to call if somebody wants to make an appointment. If they, it, it, I would imagine you would just have someone come by and you would show them some of the stuff you do there. You don't get into it right away, right? You assess their health first. What do they want? What are they looking for? And then as a doctor, you make a professional opinion on what you would provide for them, right? Is that how it works? Yes. Uh, we uh, you know, do free consultations. Okay? So, oh, that's great. So you could- Like an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, we call you can call uh 725 500 uh 9979 from 10 to 5 uh and um we'll, we'll schedule a free consultation i i do get a lot of consultations like uh doc i don't like this and this what can you do so mm-hmm. and we discuss the options we discuss the budget we discuss the time frame we discuss you know the downtime or no downtime and we come up with your unique plan okay so, and, um, you know, if uh, people want to proceed, we proceed. 
So, yeah, absolutely, we do that. And and uh, your facility, again, it's on West Sahara. What are your hours there? How many days a week are you open? We open uh, work days from uh, 10 to 5 and some Saturdays. Some Saturdays as well. So yes. if you work during the week and you can't get there, you could always mm-hmm. show up on a Saturday yes. as mm-hmm. well. Any other uh, – we have a couple more minutes left here. Any other things that you do at your office? I know you do plenty of other things. We got into a few of the main things. But what are some of the other services that you provide there to help people? Well, you know, uh, of course, we use all injectables. We do Botox and fillers. Mm-hmm. We use biostimulating fillers like Sculptra, uh, Bellafil, and uh, Radius. Yeah. We uh, do thread liftings of the face. Uh, we also, I have a great uh, laser photona, which does the snoring treatment, but it also does non-invasive facelift, which uh, has like four protocols over, starting from inside the mouth and over your skin. Uh, which improves your collagen and tightness and uh, providing, you know, sort of uh, new collagen growth so your face gets tighter and sort of lifts up Hmm. on its own, okay, by uh, internal resources. There's, uh, you know, it's completely not invasive. Mm. Uh, It's it's very effective and exciting procedure. So... um, uh, also, you know, we do body contouring. We have uh, mm-hmm. Indiba, which is a machine from Spain. We're the only one in Las Vegas who has it, um, which is monopolar radio frequency and 448 um, uh, hertz uh, frequency. It is a uh, unique uh, window of frequency which allows a lot of therapeutic um, things happens. So it can, it can heal you after the procedure, do lymphatic drainage. It can... Uh, also promote collagen and a, and a high settings it actually burns your fat even your visceral fat hmm. uh, can it can get reduced so uh, again it's not invasive it's half an hour procedure and you start noticing difference uh, even after first uh, pr- uh, treatment and it must be pretty rewarding when you have a patient coming in there and you're helping them out and then they get what they want and they're happy uh, that's got to be a good feeling for you as the doctor who, who performing this stuff on them that, that's got to be really neat and cool yeah, and that's, nice feeling. that's rewarding exactly yeah no, no question and also I want to mention I yep. do this uh, uh, Russian lips procedure which is like very popular right now Russian it's, lips Russian lips yeah oh, wow. it's a uh, way of uh, uh, putting fillers so it creates this flat uh, flat ball look without like uh, ducky lips which sometimes happens if the lips protruding too forward right so well the girls know what i'm talking about. yes yes <laughs> i i don't know as well as as the, as the girls know but wow that's really cool all right so we want to get some people out there to check out your facility and mm-hmm. uh get some work done obviously you're you're you're, you're very educated when it comes to this stuff you've been doing it for over 20 years in las vegas so can you do me a favor doc can you give out that number again give out your address give out any information if people want to learn more about your facility maybe your website as well okay yeah so the website is www.drkbeautylv.com drkbeautylv.com the phone number is 725-500-9979 Seven two five five hundred nine nine seven nine, and it's seven seven one ten. I'm sorry, seven seven ten. 
uh, West Sahara Avenue. Sahara and Buffalo. Yeah, Sahara and Buffalo, Suite 102. Great. Well, Doctor, we'll definitely have you in again. Uh, I enjoyed uh, visiting your facility yesterday. It was pretty awesome, by the way. I have some things that I've never seen before that she has there, including a... uh, uh, one the muscle thing that we were talking about. It's worth uh, the, the product, the the, the machine. Help Neil. Yeah, worth th- a three hundred thousand dollar machine. Uh, that's I can buy a Maserati for that much. It's pretty expensive. <laughs> well, Doc, thank you so much for being here, and thank you what you do. And and obviously you're you're really good at what you do. We'll get some people out to your facility and get some work done. Uh, and uh, I got to get rid of my snoring as well, so I'll be getting that done. There's no question about that, Numchuck. No, Christmas presents everywhere for the hair restoration. Oh yeah, well, well hair restoration. That's yeah. a possibility. I, unfortunately for me, Doc, I grow hair in all the wrong places, mm-hmm. but we don't have to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Doc, thank you so much for being here, Dr. K. Oh, my pleasure. Really thank appreciate you. it. And we'll have, you, we'll have you in again soon. Really a pleasure. Please okay. check her out. All right, folks, that's a wrap. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place. Have a great day, everybody. All right. See you.